Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Uh, sorry, I'm yawning. Hi, I'm Charles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect intro, because we are not going to be yawning, because I made a fresh pot of coffee, Mikey made a fresh pot of coffee, and we're talking the birdcage. Yay! Yes, Finally. Pride Month. <laughs> I know, for Pride Month, right? Mm-hmm. And and for, I can't believe we haven't done this before. I mean... I mean, this should have come right after First Wives Club. 1996 was a stellar year for, for films. So many <laughs> I know, I can't believe the Birdcage and the First Wives Club were released in the same calendar year. That's, like, insane. That's what? gay rights. <laughs> that is... That is. <laughs> totally. Like, come on, they have to have known... That they is. have to have been like, this is going to be the talk of the town. I definitely, yeah. if I had to choose, it would be First Wives Club. Um, just but, all day, every day. You know, the good news is that you don't have to. because I know, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. I do not have to. So I don't, I mean, I don't even know where to start. What are all, like, Mikey, what's your first impression? When did you first see this? What's oh your history God. with this? Um, I believe, <laughs> I believe my mom and I saw this together. Um, I just remember loving this movie to death like it's become so iconic it's so iconic um it has such a stellar cast and like i could just watch this any time of the day mm-hmm. you know uh cleaning the house or or really actually like watching it watching it and quoting it from like start to finish like we were talking off air the other day uh-huh. about it and like i was what was it i was doing something with the dishwasher or something like that and it was just like I, I uh, found myself just like lip lipping the whole entire movie <laughs> while I was doing it, and like I think I knew at the time I only knew of Robin Williams really. Um, yeah, Nathan Lane I think was mostly a Broadway actor. Yeah, and this was his first. This, like, this was his first feature film. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. But like over the years, I became attached to these characters later, you know. And attached to like attached to the uh, attached to the actors and actresses, like it's become I want to say like one of my top favorite, uh, my five favorite films of all time. Oh, it's in the top five. Oh yeah. wow, that's cool. Um, I've always wanted a, a club like they had. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like we we had we had clubs, and I mean they weren't like I mean this like the Birdcage was amazing with all its decor. Like all the waiter wait staff had like those really cool like light up. Um, oh, the trays. Trays. Like in Batman Forever. Right. Yeah, it was totally <laughs> like foreshadowing like Batman Forever. Well, no, after Batman after Forever Batman. had already come Thank out. You. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they were leftover props. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> possibly. Um, I've never been to Miami. Uh, me either. So I this makes me want to go to Miami so badly. I know. Or, yeah. well, it used to. <laughs> Dexter made me want to go. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> I'm it's like, this looks nice. True. But, I mean, until the whole, like, state gets, like, a mental slap in the face from all the ignorance of the world's oh, crisis, goodness. I'm not setting foot and, there. <laughs> and fucking natural disasters. I want to go because it's just, like, it's such a precarious state. Yeah. Like, the way it sits out in the ocean that I'm like, I want to see Miami, like... It's just the hurricane. Yeah, Miami back in the nineties looks so inviting. Like, oh my god, the cruising yeah. light, like everything. <laughs> yeah, but that was—I mean, that was—that was really my. I mean, it, it wasn't like a whole background story, basically. But I mean, it's—it's—it's 
such an amazing film. And like we keep saying, like, so iconic and just so good. Yeah. But what were what were your first impressions? I mean, I definitely remember seeing this with my mom. Same thing. We had it on tape and I watched it just all the time. Like as I continue to watch it, have it on DVD. It's like, I think it's, I don't want to put it in my top. I wouldn't put it in my top five, but I would put it, I would put it in my top five comfort films, Mm. which is like a different, like it's a different list because this is like one of those films where like, if I want to feel good or if I'm like feeling down, like I would put this on because it just makes me feel so good. But I guess top five would be reserved for like, you know, the crow and like all, you know, like all that kind of shit. But like, uh, this is definitely up there. Like if I can quote, this is very much like broken hearts club, which we Uh did last week. I could quote that entire film too. And I was like, God, I must've watched this a lot. I didn't realize I knew (laughs) this so well, but wow, I guess I did. But yeah, my mom, I mean, thanks mom also because she knows a lot of mike nichols and elaine may who's like a really famous team uh mm-hmm. like comedy team so mike nichols is the director elaine may wrote the screenplay but this is based off of la cage fall uh the french play so like um so yeah so she kind of i think she already knew that when she was watching it so yeah. she was like and she knew robin williams and all that kind of stuff and yeah i just kind of yeah grew up with this movie almost what about you charles I'm trying to think um i th- I think I think someone in my house rented it from like Blockbuster, and um, yes. So like I could get to like see it till um till it was like released on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I like legit like laughed for like two solid hours and <laughs> like, laughing once it was over, and um then when people were like, okay, you can you can stop. It's it it was pretty good, but just it's this is getting kind of weird, you know. <laughs> and I, I was I was like, I know, but can we watch it again? <laughs> so, I mean, right? Like, I love this. <laughs> so good. It was just so um, good. I mean, how could it get any better? Yeah. No. It was. It was just. I mean, I um, I really hope as a child, I was not as horrible to my parents as like um, you know, as Val is to his. Because rewatching this oh again, God. I was like, God, yeah. this guy's such a little shithead. Yeah, he but, is. Yeah. But um, then I was I was like, well, I mean, is he doing it alone, or is Barbara kind of pushing him? I mean, is it really all his fault? Is she it- does have resting bitch face throughout the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she does. <laughs> she totally does. Um, so I, um, so it, it made me, you know, rewatching it, it just made me think, you know, like what kind of child was I? So I I was was a difficult shit. (laughs) Were you, were you difficult? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. Oh man. This guy is like, I mean, he's so weird. He reminds, he reminds me, Val reminds me a lot of the Seinfeld episode about like Elaine works in the office with this woman who doesn't move her arms when she walks. And the art, the woman is Molly Shannon. Yeah, that role because I Val does not move his arms when he walks. Like Mm. you can watch it again. He has like the weirdest saunter, and like he doesn't move the top half of his body. That's true. Really strange. Like it's so so fucking weird. But yeah, Dan Futterman. That's that's the the. I can't believe like he guest starred on Will and Grace back in the day too as like a potential love interest for Will. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, ooh. 
they well, they hit and, the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he was also in this movie that came out. I forget when it came out, but it was called like Urbania, and it's about this like um, yeah. guy who like seeks revenge on the guy who like killed his gay lover. Yeah, and um, and then um, and then um, apparently he also wrote the screenplay to like Capote. But, yeah, um, he has an Oscar, oh, I think, wow. for a screenplay, right? Or yeah, but, um, but like apparently he's straight, which like blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> yeah he is. <laughs> he also was supposed to be, he's also from Silver Spring, which is also really funny. Um, <laughs> but he also was like 27 when the movie, when like at the time of filming, but he's supposed to be 20. Mm-hmm. I was like, and, 20. Uh, Kalista... I can't remember how how you. Oh, Callista Flockhart. She was twenty three, I think. Oh, was she that young? She's supposed to be what eighteen in the movie? Or no, I'm sorry, thirty two, thirty two. Oh wow, yeah, she's supposed to be like eighteen. I was like, where did he meet her? Yeah. Is she in college at eighteen? Like, how long have they been dating? When she says, "We've been sleeping together for a year." <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh, Barbie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my guess is she probably just has a late birthday. Yeah, you maybe. Know? I don't know. I <laughs> oh, mean, I don't... God. Has he been tested? Yes, and so have I. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, okay, well, anyone have any more first impressions? I mean, this is on HBO right now. It's fairly easily like available. which is. But I think every household needs at least one copy of this. Yes. <laughs> I, I would agree. This is like, I mean, stellar ensemble 90s cast. I didn't go through Nathan Lane, Robin Williams, Hank Azaria, who actually, excuse me, apparently does like the Agador voice on mm-hmm. The Simpsons. Yep. Oh, he does? Yeah. I've heard that he's, he's on, carried uh, he's it on a couple episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so funny. Um, Dan Futterman, Gene Hackman, Diane Weist, Callista Flockhart, Car- Christine Baranski. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. How oh, amazing. I love her. <laughs> She's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, behind the scenes. Who's got it? Um, Do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Charles, you go. Okay, get ready to experience some blind rage. Um, This this movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 82% critics, 81% Mm -mm. audience. Mm -mm. What the fuck? No man, Pam. I mean, that just mathematically just does just not make sense. I, I'm the sorry. Straight it, people. The straight I'm, people. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just not how math works. Like, <laughs> but like, what? How? Straight no. people. This this movie is straight. Certain, it's the straight hate. God damn it. <laughs> this this movie is certainly not a B minus for Christ's sake. No. <laughs> so, like, like um, what's the problem though? Like, I don't understand. Like, what the yeah. issue is that it wouldn't be at least a ninety? Like, what is there? What? Yeah, is it the stereotype? Is that maybe. what it? Oh, maybe from the '90s. Is it like a '90s perspective where they wrote about it? But people liked it in the '90s. Are they writing about yeah. it from like a nowadays perspective where people think like it's that not cool? Question. Like, yeah, that's what I wonder because I can't imagine like what's so bad that it would be like an eight in the like you I, know low '80s. I mean, I did watch a YouTube video. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing stupidly, but um. One guy was, uh, I think he's like on the Gen Zer side, where he was like basically what Charles said was like, you know, Dan Futterman's character, uh, what is it, Val? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, was like such an asshole. This wouldn't fly nowadays. Um, 
because I think of it makes sense uh, nowadays. There are a lot of people that are right wing conservative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Um, but uh, yeah. And especially, well, especially right-wing conservative, which is, like, making a comeback in the mainstream, and also having, uh, like, a sex scandal. (laughs) Like, that hasn't gone away. (laughs) Like, how that guy died from the prostitute, you know? So, like, that hasn't gone away. So, like, why would it... Yeah, I wonder why they're, like, this could be done He looked kind of funny. But he was smiling. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't worry. (laughs) Oh my god, so oh. good. Yeah. Um fuck. So, um this uh movie was um was nominated for some for some SAG awards. Mm-hmm. Um Hank Azaria and Nathan Lane were both nominated for best supporting actor and um this is also nominated for best performance by a cast, which is sort of the SAG's equivalent of like the best like the best picture award mm-hmm. and um th- that it won so which is crazy um, yeah yeah um and then um it was also nominated for a golden globe for best picture musical or comedy and then nathan lane was nominated for best actor musical or comedy um and then when the oscars came around it was nominated for best art direction and that's it <laughs> like that's it it Not received, even costume. It received and if they no, weren't going to give it acting, writing. It received no no nominations for best picture, best director, any nominations for acting or best Nothing. play, best editing, um, best like hair or makeup. Um, you know, yeah. Best, you know, well, I mean, the, the makeup was kind of lackluster. Yeah, but still, it should have been nominated for something else besides best art direction. Who do you know who won that year? I do. So the other nominees that year for best art direction were were um, Romeo and Juliet, mm. um, Hamlet. I think this was like that really long, like British version of Hamlet oh. with um, like Kenneth Branagh. Oh um, yeah, I love that one. yeah. It's um, <laughs> we're all like nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know very <laughs> super British and. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, like five hours long. Um, I'd rather watch The Northman. <laughs> um, oh, it's good. It's on Peacock. And then, and then Evita was nominated too. Oh, and, don't cry for me, Argentina. And does anyone have any guesses as to what they all lost to? Oh, no. In 96? Um, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, No, what? What? The English patient. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. Really? Okay. See? See? Straight hate is real, goddammit. <laughs> this also reminds me of a Seinfeld episode where Elaine hated the English patient and everyone tried to force her to like it. And oh she, like, God, hated I it. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> it, I I've, good one. I've, like, watched it once and, like, it was a thing that was on, but it didn't, like, change my life in any, like, in any profound way yeah. so um I, mean, I know my mom really liked it oh yeah, mom's like it <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, moms of the 90s liked it yeah i mean the only thing i know about the english patient is like pacey's rendition and like season one of dawson's creed <laughs> um where he does that really funny thing but yeah what is it anthony Mangella, the guy who did talented yeah. mr ripley i think uh did it yeah i, I, th- I, th- I th- think that uh juliet Benoche won an Oscar for the English Patient. Oh, okay. um, yeah, she she was also in Chocolat with J- J- Johnny Depp. 
So <laughs> either. Oh, you haven't um, seen that? <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it, I didn't think it would be a movie that would like you know particularly change my life, but I mean, it's choke a lot for Christ's sake. I mean, you have to see it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's cute. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's Johnny Depp, so every Johnny Depp movie is streaming somewhere now, so you'll be able to. Oh, I'm it. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, do, 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 do. so those are my those are my awards news um, or lack thereof in this case. Um, I can't believe that. And like uh, the English patient has 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, that it, it's but but no one can watch it. It is no one you, cares. <laughs> two hours and forty two minutes. Like what? Yeah, I'd rather and, watch a Marvel movie. Yeah, and, and and apparently there's like an unabridged version out there. Oh, like, like, I can watch Lord of the Rings for four hours, but not the English version. Yeah, right? but like but like stuff happens in Lord of the Rings. Like, Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Does it? It really takes twelve hours for them to do something pretty simple. <laughs> they could have done. I had no idea after the first movie that like Frodo didn't destroy the ring, and I'm sitting there like, wait, what do you mean this is over? Like he hasn't even he like barely got out of the shower. They're like, yeah, that's the whole series is him destroying the ring. I was like, for three more fucking movies, yeah, he's oh my god, it's crazy. But I mean, it made up for it in like you know good action stuff. But yeah, but yeah, nothing really happened in that either. Hate to break it to the well, I don't know what they're called, like Tolkien fans. I don't know if they have yeah. a name, Tolkies or something. Um. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they have a name. Let let me know if their Tolkien fans have like a a fan name, like a <laughs> fandom name. Um, I'm trying to think. So apparently, <laughs> um, so apparently Jim Carrey and Billy Crystal were considered for the role of Armand. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. 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 No. Um, like, but- how was this not always Robin Williams' movie? Yeah, um, apparently there was a another version that they um, that almost got made back in like the late '80s that had um, the two leads being played by um, being played by Frank Sinatra and Dudley Moore. Wow, <laughs> so, that would have um, been something. What in the Zack Snyder cut? <laughs> yeah, Frank Sinatra and. And what's so weird is apparently is apparently Sinatra was t- totally down for it, but. Dudley Moore was the one who was like, I don't know about this. So, uh-huh. like, of that's course, um, interesting. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's probably was for the best. Um, and um, I'm trying to think. Um, and apparently, uh, David Allen Greer was um, like in cons- was in consideration for Agador's character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which which would have been fine, but Hank Azaria is just so magical in that role that you don't so to, good. You know, you don't really want to change it. And I think that's all that I have. Um, cool. Um, oh, apparently there was also some talk of casting Diane Keaton with Steve Martin. Um, yeah. Oh wow! But like they had already played husband and wife on screen in like. F- father of the bride and people were like do you really need to see it again um <laughs> this would have been totally different i could definitely have seen um diane keaton uh, yeah, yeah absolutely supposed to be uh 
Diane Weiss. Uh, Weiss. What is her name? Weiss. We, oh, Diane Weiss. As, as Lois, yeah. Oh, or wow. Louise, yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny. I, I can imagine her at the end. Like, she even has the same, like, vocal range as Diane Keaton, too. Like, I can see her easily going, this is a man. <laughs> Don't you understand? They're two men. Like I can hear her saying it almost right? the same yeah. way. Okay. Yeah, they're really similar. It's kind of funny. What? I, like, I don't understand. I you in the car. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> that they perform. This one owns the drag club downstairs. They're two men. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's like I don't understand. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love it. There it is, Mikey. What did you get? So I got, um, just like Charles said, like, uh, Steve Martin was originally cast as Armand. Um, How weird. Steve had since uh, apparently gone on to say he regrets turning it down, the opportunity. Um, but he was busy doing, like, Sergeant Bilko. Was that time. a remake? Wasn't that one with, like, Sinatra? Sergeant Bilko? Yeah, like, years I ago. I think so, yeah. Yeah, like, a um, But, and then, like Charles said, with um, Diane Keaton. Uh, God, how and, good. That would have been so good. Yeah. Um, the director gave full right to Nathan Lane and Robin Williams to improvise and ad-lib as much as they wanted, but required them to fil- film at least one good take of each scene before. I mean, I that's wonder how fair. They, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I wonder how yeah. they do... I wonder how they do a lot of improv, because it's... I mean, obviously, I'm not an actor, so I don't know, but like, yeah. it just seems so... It's. I, I'm assuming you have to have a really good rhythm going with oh, the yeah. other actor, where you know kind of like what they're gonna do or like when it might be over. You can tell like, okay, they're gonna be done with this scene, or I'm gonna you know change my line, or yeah, it's it's cool. Well, uh, apparently, like they were ad libbing so much that uh, the director had to like hide himself under like heavy blankets, so he yeah, could, like <laughs> you couldn't hear him laugh in the in the background. This whole um, movie seems like. It's ad lib because it's that good. Like the script is just so fluid Mm -hmm. and everyone just really feels like we're really what we're really in this world. We're not really watching a movie about this like crazy situation. Like this all seems very possible. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so funny (laughs) is why it's so realistic because like this has happened like in different ways, multiple times there've been, I mean, this can be like a religious thing. This can be a race thing. You could like plug in any combination and like this awkward meeting of the parents has happened like in this weird way. So that's what's so funny about it. (laughs) Um, Hank Azaria, who plays Agador, Agador Spartacus. Agador um, Spartacus. The house man, I guess. I don't know. Um, Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's not a house boy. He's like a house man. Um, Channeled his grandmother's accent for the role. (laughs) <laughs> which That's i want to meet awesome. grandmother now <laughs> i know i was like i want to see your grandma yeah um uh, sorry robin williams was originally cast as albert but at the time he didn't want to be as flamboyant like the role was written to be oh. um apparently in this article i read um this was also like i said before nathan lane's first breakout movie uh since being on broadway mm-hmm um, Hank Azaria was originally uh, supposed to play Albert's hairdresser that just expanded into the houseboy. Oh, really? Yeah. So he didn't, he was supposed to have like a little bit bitty part um, that just exploded. 
So <laughs> thank oh, you wow. for that, whoever was in charge of that. Um, now, when, he had been on The Simpsons prior already. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he was like already on As the a sideshow Bob. Oh, and right? like a ton of other people. Oh, oh a ton of other people. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he plays like a yeah. ton of characters. Um, but when we first uh, see Albert, he makes a statement, Victoria Page will not dance the dance of the Red Shoes tonight. Apparently, that's um, the film from The Red Shoes, which was in 1948, and oh. stars <clears throat> this actress, Moira Shearer, I don't know, playing a character named Victoria Page. Apparently, a ballerina who is in a romantic, like, tussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually didn't know that. So that was cool to, to learn. Um, the Birdcage movie turned 26 year old this past March. Mm. Um, so they had like this 25th anniversary last year, which you know, COVID and all that crap. Um, so that was suppo- uh, they were supposed to apparently do something really big with that, but never oh, did. Oh man! Um, while Albert acts as mother during the. Um, really <laughs> awkward meeting of the parent scene armand describes to senator keely as the girl from grover's corners uh keely replies that grover's corners is a great place to call home so uh this was interesting to me too is that grover's corners is fictional idol uh like idolistic small town in thorn wilder's famous stage play our town Oh, I knew it was because I knew it had to have some kind of connection with something that I watched because in my so-called life, they did our town. And, and I remember that. Yeah. And I remember them saying like, I'm just this girl from Grover's Corners. And I was like, where have I heard Grover's Corners? And apparently, yeah. And apparently our town like made a big comeback a few years ago, but then like was very shortly lived on stage. Oh, wow. Which I've never seen. I'm kind of curious about it. Oh, Okay. But that's all the production notes I have. What do you have? Oh, cool. All right. Well, I have some more like technical boring notes. The budget for this was $31 million. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a lot in 96. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it was the actors quotes because we have like a lot of major actors in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm assuming maybe permits to shoot mm-hmm. in Miami because, yeah. yeah, there are just a lot of bits that you can't replicate. And they're definitely in Miami. I'm, I mean, I'm sure the apartment's like a set, but it could have been a set in Miami too. So they might have mm-hmm. had to build that out. But um, that's really interesting. And it made $185 million. Yay. Well, I think it was bad. number one for like three weeks. Like it was a big, big deal. Um, I would love to see this. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't love to see this remade, obviously, but I would just love to see like another like movie that's like this yeah like comparable yeah. yeah yeah like to this like funny really yeah. great cast like you know just like amazing writing um all that so yeah it's just it's so good i don't have any like specific notes i have another one be prepared to get rageful imdb gives this a 7.1 out of 10 <gasps> how is straight no. hate no <laughs> straight hate god damn it that's wrong right? That is so fucking wrong. Like, insane. Um, Another good, interesting tidbit is that Celsius, who is the dancer with Albert. I didn't know he had a name. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) I mean, I I figured it out. But yeah, Celsius is the one chewing gum who is like working with Albert on like this number and they're doing the rehearsal. Um, That actor's name is Luca Tomasini and actually is a, a backup dancer for Madonna. And oh, actually really? was like the assistant choreographer for, I think it's the human nature video and also was in Evita. 
and also um, did some choreography for like Kylie Minogue's tour. That's um, cool. Yeah. So, and he's Italian, like, like born in Rome. Like, so it's really cool that he like is like a big choreographer. I mean, I think he already was because human nature was before this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's super cool. I thought that was really interesting. Um, and then of course that song I could have danced all night was my fair lady, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, also I noticed that some of the songs in there are like songs from Sondheim, like yeah. that song, uh, can that boy Foxtrot, mm-hmm. um, was a song that was cut from the original stage production. Yeah of follies which is really cool um there's another one i think is another sondheim but i, I mean, think it's sondheim. a little dream the one where she's practicing the oh okay and then also um love is in the air that mm-hmm. like that they're singing like love is in the air mm-hmm. yeah that's another one so yeah they're just a ton it's it's cool to see that broadway connection because i believe christine baranski Oh, she's um, Broadway too, yeah. Yeah, she does Broadway. Obviously, Nathan Lane, like, massive deal on Broadway. So that's really cool. And Mike Nichols, <laughs> so funny, that he cast Hank Azaria after seeing him in the movie Quiz Show. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And then on the same, one of the same production days, uh, Hank Azaria actually filmed Heat the movie heat that came out oh, in 95 yeah. uh-huh. like at the same day and then after and it was his birthday and after he finished doing that he went over to the birdcage set and mike nichols found out that he was working like 18 hours that day um and he like sent him home <laughs> which I thought was really funny. yeah so that was really that was really cool um so I, a lot of people might not know that mike nichols is or, or like was a, a huge fucking director famously oh, who's afraid of virginia wolf the graduate um what carnal knowledge uh cards from the edge baby mm-hmm. oh yeah that's right wait weren't you just telling talking about that Mm-mm. i feel like someone was just talking Both about that. from the edge it's an amazing movie i mean meryl streep and shirley mccain yeah. oh it's Harry on my Potter. list it's on my well, list to watch well yes. it's well it's, well it's based on carrie fisher's autobiography so it's, yeah, yeah so it's so it's meryl yeah. so it's meryl streep and shirley mccain playing carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is on Hulu apparently. Yeah. So I know what I'm watching this weekend. (laughs) Also, Silkwood with Cher. Oh, my oh God, wow! So mm-hmm. oh, we also need to do um, Moonstruck because I yep. haven't seen Moonstruck. So good. Okay, so you know how I told you that Nicolas Cage was like my Julia Roberts. Yes, you like Moonstruck. Do you like him in that? But I actually like him in that movie, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, we'll, we'll all have to do Moonstruck for Backtrack. I yes. guess that'll be the next one. Cause isn't that 80s? Yeah. Uh, isn't that yeah. movie the 80s? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I love Nicolas Cage. And also, um, me and Charles will do Face Off. I know some people have been asking about it. We will do it. It's on the list. Don't worry. I mm-hmm. have remembered. <laughs> we will do it. <laughs> we will do action. I'm actually gonna attempt to do um, a solo episode on Love Island for like the one person that DM'd me about it. So <laughs> enjoy. I've never done one by myself, so we'll see how this happens. Sorry. But, um, no, it's okay. I'm literally totally fine. Like I'm, I'm actually fine to keep this in my head and just kind of like spew it all out. 
So. I mean, if you really want my building manager really loves like TV like that. So. I mean, this is this is going to be a lot like it's going to be a lot. I'm going to try to see if I can even do something alone. Just get my thoughts out on it. I think I can. But um, a lot just, of people do it. I mean, you know, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Love Island incoming. It's really, really good this year. All I have to say, they started on Hulu in the US. So if you want to keep up with the UK one, go check that out now. This is not an ad. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have for my behind the scenes. I mean, there's just so much in scenes that I was like, behind the scenes, oh, you know, we'll God. get to it. Yeah. Um, okay, so fashion. We have Anne Roth as the costume designer. What I, did y'all like? I have a few notes. Okay. Start if you want. Um, yeah, go for it. I love uh, Diane's uh, dark blue, very conservative, very matronly jacket and skirt outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on the cover, and I believe that's in the awkward um, Meet the Parents. Yeah, outfit. it's like the last. Yeah, like the last outfit. Yeah. Or not uh, the last one, but the second to last one. <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell what kind of fabric that was. It it's it looked like velvet in some scenes, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh no. Huh? Maybe yeah, it could have been a jersey. Maybe. Um, I love everything Nathan Lane wears. I mean, perfection. Um, I, I mean, think absolutely. I think out of everybody, he was like the more fashionable one. I, yeah, I guess I so. Know. I like Armand. I'm partial to that like silk wide leg pant with the oh, jacket, oh, like, totally. and the Versace type uh, jacket that he had, yeah, like yeah. really like patterned and and the shirt. Yeah, yeah just, his, I mean, uh, speaking of, I mean, like, I want to be dressed in like everything he has on. I mean, I think every older gay man wears that in Florida. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, do they? I never been to Florida. Or the ones I've met, anyway. Um, if only I could, like, exit from my graphic tees, I would wear everything. <laughs> that would you really? Wear. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't. I mean, that's cool. I can't see it. I'm just so used to you in, like... Graphic like, tees. <laughs> not just graphic tees, but, like, you've carried the, like, slogan graphic tee. Yeah, like true. on it's cool no it's like still it's still a thing like i think britney really perfected it in the early 2000s i think so i think she owns <laughs> the like kitschy funny like tongue-in-cheek graphic tee yeah um but yeah i mean it's cool i still like it it's cool. that's true um i love agador's drag outfit the frayed jean shorts the big red <laughs> wig so like cool. all the all the all the accoutrements that's come that comes with the, the little parrot oh my god <laughs> I'm, so good I'm, I'm just like who came up like did he come up with the outfit just like randomly just like i'm gonna put this and this together <laughs> i don't know ann roth baby let me see yeah. what else uh what else she's done um i love his tank top that says uh straight looking i know that <laughs> I want that so badly i want um, that nathan lane's performance outfit um, the headdress, the cheetah muff, and like matching boots. Yes, God. Like, <laughs> yes, God. Oh, 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 please. I didn't kill him. He died, left me everything. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it comes with accessories. <laughs> I know. <laughs> look, a new um, muff. <laughs> I like the Pepto Bismol, like, colored, very Jackie Kennedy jacket that she has in the oh, parent yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I think that was a tweed jacket. I'm not sure. Um, Nathan Lane's clown outfit is hilarious as well. Oh I want, yeah. That was I want good. like a, I want like a Zack Snyder cut of that performance. Cause we clearly didn't. Yeah. We didn't so. even see it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but that that's all the fashion notes I have. It makes it seem like I would honestly watch an entire Netflix special of Starina. Like, yeah. they should make a Starina movie. Yeah, and it's like her numbers and stuff. I love it. What do, what you, do you have? Um, okay, so I, um, I love Starina's outfit, too. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> my um, my favorite actor outfit is that scene where he's like cleaning the pool in a thong oh, yeah. um, <laughs> like, <laughs> he has such a hot body in this oh my god i, I mean, mean i would wear that right and, why not and, it's hot and I, and I was just like is this the same guy who plays chief clancy wiggum like yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. um oh, that's right um i'm trying to think um my, my favorite uh, Albert outfit is probably what he wears when he and Armand go to see Catherine for the first time. Oh my god! I yeah, I wrote that down. I just, love mm-hmm. that one. He because uh, he's wearing those like red and white like striped pants, and it's like the same sort of like style of pants that Armand's where everything's just very really loose and flowy. And can just tell it's very you know like comfortable and you know. Um, you it's know, like Golden Girl chic is what yes, the, yes, absolutely. So gold like B Arthur. Yeah, it is totally. Um, and um and then um I'm trying to think and then I love a uh, Catherine's outfit that she's wearing when we first meet her, mm-hmm. and then I also love the outfit that she wears to the wedding at at the very end. Yeah, oh, I like uh, it too. Yeah, that yeah. like suit. Yeah, I do love that suit. <laughs> <laughs> God, so good. Cool. All right. Well, my my notes are Armand's first outfit, that black smoking jacket, and those like wide silk kind of uh, white pants and those loafers <laughs> i just love that outfit i think it's so good i love all the jewelry that armand wears too he wears all that gold jewelry oh yeah like yeah. the rings the pinky ring the other ring on both hands the like all of the chains that he wears i just love all of those i think it's so good um agador's first outfit i like it's like a perforated white crop shirt like yeah. t- tank top with the cutoff jeans which is really cool that he wears the same like jean shorts yeah i know it looks really dumb on him but i liked his like uniform (laughs) when he was serving them like i liked the outfit (laughs) like it was it looked really cool the oh my god the shoes like the patent leather shoes that are like too big Uh and probably have something in them that he just like can't walk in them like i just think it's so funny um let's see i just love the linen pantsuits that both Armand and Albert wear, especially Albert's like pink gingham shirt. I think it's when like he's going around to. Is it when they're sh- they're shopping the or they market. were on the beach? They're in the market. No, wait. Yeah, I think it's when they were on the beach, yeah. like under the umbrella. And then they walk. Oh, okay. home. That's when they're like walking home. It's like this pink uh, gingham shirt that it's yeah. like open. It's yeah, it's when they go to the restaurant too <laughs> to like act straight. It's like that whole sequence. Howdy, ma'am. <laughs> it's so good. Um. That outfit at Catherine's, my favorite touch on uh, Albert's outfit is that gold lame cap. That, like, gold yes. lame baseball <laughs> cap. Like, oh, my God, I love it. Like, it's just... And there are also a lot of layers to that outfit, too. There are, like, multiple shirts. There's some jewelry in that one, too. I love that, like, his outfit matches the car. The car is, like, yeah, pale yeah. yellow. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's just really cool. Um, and I obviously wrote down, like, the straight-looking crop tank. I love um who what there's another one i think i saw i don't care anything about val Mm -hmm. i think he's lame very plain um i liked uh 
was her name Barbara? Oh, Felisa Barbara. <laughs> Who is this man Barbie? Please don't call me Barbie. <laughs> this <laughs> afternoon at two o'clock. <laughs> That's funny. That she's like doesn't like Barbie. I like her. You met the, you met this boy at two o'clock, and now he's back. Now he's in Greece with his parents. Did I say well, that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so <Welcome> funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, and like I, she has an Exeter shirt. I think she has like an Exeter college shirt on when she's oh, talking to yeah. her parents, Barbara. Um, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just the fashion is good. The big, big fashion is all of the performers in the birdcage. Like, how amazing are all of the the queens in the beginning doing We Are Family? Like, those oh. outfits now are Drag Race worthy. Like, yeah. we could have all that shit on Drag Race now, and I feel like they would all win. Like, they were great performers. I wonder if any of them were really famous. Probably like, not. I, I was... I, Probably I couldn't find yet. out. Yeah, I couldn't find out if they were like well-known performers or they were like local from Miami or something like that. But yeah, yeah their outfits were awesome. And and let's talk about the outfits at the very end when they disguised them. I love <laughs> Diane Weiss, like like Tom. Oh yeah. What is it like? Uh, like Melly-esque. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. like um, what the fuck is that thing called? Is it Tom? Not Tom of Finland. Everyone's fucking screaming right yeah, now. Yeah, it's Tom of Finland. Like the the cap. The cap. Yeah, yeah. like the the leather. The like, like strap. Leathery, is that yeah. what it's called? I don't know why I'm thinking. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it Tom of Finland. Me of I don't know. Finland, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking of like something else. But yeah, that is what I was right. Good. Okay, I was right. <laughs> um. So it's, yeah, I I love that outfit. It's it, it's a very irreverent take on bondage. You know. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> Like, especially when that guy's like, I've never danced with a man before. First, there's always, always the first, first time. time. <laughs> so there's always a first time. Oh, so good. So, yeah, that's all I have for fashion. So, let's get on to Muzak. Oh, Muzak. <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, we mentioned some lot. of them already. I love, um, La Ver- I'm, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, like, La Vahin Yoraba. Oh, is that the, the love and Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right. I love how that one guy is like, he put, uh, when they're done, he like exits the girl and then like tries to stay focused on him. Yeah. He also has those like jewels on his dick. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. in, in his outfit. I forgot to mention that. He has the like different jewels that like go down his crotch. That's uh, really funny. <laughs> I mean, you have like Conga by Gloria Stefan and the, the Miami Sound Machine. Mm hmm. Uh, Lady Marmalade, like I think that was the original, right? Was it? I'm not sure. Um, I th- I think my favorite musical moment of the entire movie was like Agdor singing "She Works Hard for the Money." So hard for the money. You sounded like um one of the aliens from Mars Attacks. <laughs> oh my god, Mars <laughs> Attacks. <laughs> she works hard for the money. Was that Donna Summer? Is that who sang yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. So funny. Um, like you said, Lauren, I could have danced all night from um, but I've danced My Fair Lady. Yeah. That so performance good. was amazing by everybody, especially when Agador like, comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only know <laughs> that he begun to dance with me. Yeah, it's so good. And they all like start like they all start clapping and like, what a lovely voice you have, Agador Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Dinner is served. Dinner is served. <laughs> I actually have this soundtrack. 
Yeah, I burned it off of your. This is how old I am. I yeah. burned it off of your CD onto mm-hmm. my like desktop or, or my laptop <laughs> or something. Because yeah. I were being like, "Oh shit, you have this." Because <laughs> Nathan Lane is like an amazing Broadway singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have the guys and dolls that he was in. I have that Broadway oh, recording yeah, album. It's really that. good. Yeah, he was Nathan Detroit, which is pretty cool. It's a, that's actually coming to the Kennedy Center um, November if you, if anyone is interested. Oh, Guys and Dolls? Mm-hmm. I do like the Guys and Dolls story. It's fun. I like it a lot. I like the movie with uh, Frank Sinatra and good old Marlon Brando as Scott yeah. Masterson. Yeah. He dances and sings. Uh, right? <laughs> and he's good. Yeah, he's good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Who <laughs> knew? Um, <laughs> anyone else? Or Charles, do you have any uh, music moments? Um, I'm trying to think. I think we've talked about most of it. Um, you know... Um, we um we basically get you know why Gloria Estefan and the Sound Machine Miami Sound Machine is like you know like such a they're such a perfect song for Miami you know yeah. I or, mean they're the soundtrack like, yeah basically <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Miami yeah but also if you can you imagine if they didn't have Nathan Lane how are they going to have Starina? Like this yeah, film was built around Nathan Lane's voice too, because yeah. there's so many just little bits where he's singing that yeah. I don't even know if they would, they would have to have another adequate singer in order to do that. Because even just without music, like when they're doing the, uh, what is this dream? I see. And it's just like a piano, but if you can't sing, then it, it won't sound right. The only yeah. song that I couldn't find was what is the one that um, he starts singing? The I'm Miss Grocery Clerk. Oh, Fox that's Fox. Can That Boy Foxtrot. Oh, Can That, that Boy okay. Foxtrot. Yeah, I think you hear it a little bit. That's on the, the CD. No, it's not. Isn't it? Mm-mm. I feel like it is. Oh, shit. Well, I've definitely heard it. Maybe on YouTube I've heard it. I've probably like Googled it and oh, I found like the yeah. full. Let me, I'm going to Google right now. Can That Boy Foxtrot. What is that from? It's from, okay, Sondheim. Oh, it's from Follies. Yeah, Yeah, okay, it's from the Follies um, production. Yeah. Um, Let me see, Nathan Lane. I mean, unless it didn't... Unless it didn't burn ever... Mm, No, okay, I'm, I'm wrong. It literally is just showing, like, the clip from the movie. I don't see, like, an actual separate one. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that really that was that was cute. I loved it. <laughs> also, Peter Gallagher is in that uh, Guys and Dolls. He also has an oh, amazing voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, and speaking of Peter Gallagher, I have started watching the OC. Um, and Jules is like freaking out because she grew up in like the time of the OC. Like for her, the OC is like our Dawson's Creek. It was like, oh, okay. It was like a big deal. So I didn't watch it when it was on. So I'm like telling her and watching it. And I was like. I know everyone loves Seth Cohen. Like I love me some Seth Cohen, but like Sandy Cohen, like let's, <laughs> let's all talk about the dad. She's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's so amazing. I was like, yeah, I love Sandy. Like I love Peter Gallagher. Like he's the best. He's so cute. He's so cute. I was like, that whole show is really insane. And that music, I had no idea that the music of that show is so great. I mean, I have one of the soundtracks. I don't know why it's good. It's really good. They have a good mix. Like even older things that weren't around in like what O three, I think is mm-hmm. the first the first one I'm watching. But they have like really good, like random indie songs from like That's the nineties. Yeah. I think Charles, you said the same thing about One Tree Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they have they have like really exceptional music that kind of propels the show forward? It's, they 
so One Tree Hill does this thing that that it, I, I I don't I, I don't know if I can call it pretentious, but every mm-hmm. single episode is named after a song, and not just any song, but it's like song from stuff that I listen to too so like i mean it's i don't know like there's a there's an episode called you know the places you have come to fear the most that's a bit much i mean mean, for christ's sake like (laughs) there's nothing sacred yeah Um, (laughs) yeah i i feel the same way i have not watched one tree hill sorry for people out there who are like massive one tree hill fans have not watched it started it and it's something i'll eventually get into but yeah i mean i saw one episode yeah, I just I think it was it was like on that Dawson's Creek train, and I think that train for me had like left the station, yeah. so I was kind of well, like, okay, I'll come back to it later. I don't I don't think that it like premiered until like we were like already like well into college. So oh okay okay so I mean, yeah it was no. similar yeah, yeah it was like similar yeah. vibe, but yeah I remember being like oh my god the show's everywhere that and like another one there were like two shows I think maybe the OC was it on yeah. during the OC time I think, was, I think they were on at the same time I think so yeah I think so yeah that's why then yeah they were like oh yeah 2003 okay so they they were the same time so it was like one was in like Orange County because that was a thing because of like Desperate Housewives and like mm-hmm. Laguna Beach and then this was like the still Dawson's like small town you mm-hmm. know like it wasn't like a big city or anything yeah cool all right well uh let's get to this meat and potatoes <laughs> favorite scenes and lines i mean Yay. This is just i mean what i i just my first note is this entire film like where <laughs> like I, I don't know i don't know where yeah, to I, know. Start. <laughs> I really don't know where to start charles you want to go what's what's sure. the one thing you've got written down um i'll just read a i'll just read a quote um, don't give me that tone, that sarcastic, contemptuous tone that means you know everything because you're a man and I know nothing because I'm a wo- woman. You're not a you're, woman. You're a woman. You oh, bastard. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I do everybody. Take it easy. Looks <laughs> like oh, Agador. It's so good. <laughs> Whatever I am, he made me. <laughs> I used uh-huh. to be young and full of hope, and now I'm this short, fat, middle-aged, insecure thing. I made, I made you short. short? <laughs> 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 oh god, so good, so fucking good, Mikey. What's your first note? Oh, okay. Um, we'll switch uh, off. There's so yeah, many. Yeah. My first one is. What am I? Hold on. Uh. When Albert is having like his historic, historic, his hysteric moment because they're like attempting to kick him out of the house. Mm-hmm. At one point, Armand goes, "Shouldn't you be holding the crucifix? It is the prop for martyrs." Oh yeah, <laughs> he's so shady. He he's really like, is. He's like so shady, especially <laughs> even when like uh, Albert is just like, "Fine, I'm just gonna leave, and I'm just gonna like, you know, I'm." <laughs> I'm going to go to Las Copa. And it's like, there's nothing in Las Copa. There's nothing but a fucking cemetery. I know. That's why I'm packing light. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, okay, fine. Whatever. What? Packing your toothbrush. Okay. 
How Egyptian. <laughs> so was Albert kind of saying that he was going to kill himself? Is that what yes. he was saying? I, I think, think so. so. Like, yeah. why live, you know? Yeah. I'll just go yeah. sit in, in cemetery and just like, you know. But then, because that was my first reaction. But I was like, wait, if he was going to kill himself, why would he bring a toothbrush? <laughs> like, I mean, you know, like <laughs> going to the cemetery. So they find his brush. body and clean teeth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, clean teeth. It's like the Egyptians. Yeah. Weren't they like really, weren't they like super, uh, like, I don't want to say vain, but like very like uh, preoccupied with their appearance when they died? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. how and they then, looked. Well, uh, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, because like I probably failed history, but um, I think I did. Um, but they they were buried with their belongings, like their oh, jewelry yeah. and uh-huh. shit like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And they also like had their certain organs removed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is really interesting. I fucking love Egypt. Like I love learning about like old like I watch a lot of those old Egypt specials and mm-hmm. you know, things that they dig up and uh-huh. there are always new digs all the time and yeah, it's neat. That's cool. What's what's your first quote? <sighs> My first I literally just wrote tannins. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wrote what are you doing on st- uh what are you doing on stage nothing i lie here <laughs> i lie here right what do you do while i'm killing myself on stage, stage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love I and mean, i love when um when he goes like you know i think albert like you know leans into Al- uh, to armand and he's like um, I know you're seeing someone else, you know, like, this is kind of crazy. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I saw a bottle of white wine chilling in the refrigerator. I only drink red. And so do you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I love the way she, like, puts her foot up to, like, put the anklet on. Yeah. And then he, like, puts it on and he's like, I'm switching to white because red has tannins. You know, there are 200 people out there. Half of them are Kennedys and they're all waiting to see you. <laughs> and then I love how, like, Albert just looks really, like, suspicious and then goes, tannins? <laughs> just, like, him and knocks him over. Like, I love it. I love that, like, suspicious look, like. Hmm, no, I don't believe this. <laughs> this is a lie. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Uh, Charles, what's your next one? Um, okay. So towards the middle of the movie, when Armand is trying to teach Albert to be straight, um, when they're in, in the park and he comes up to him and, and he says, Al, you old son of a bitch. How you doing? How how you feel about that call today? I mean, the Dolphins, four and three, play on their 30-yard line with only 34 seconds to go. And then Albert's response is, how do you think I feel? Betrayed, be, be, bewildered. <laughs> Wrong response. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> so funny i love how at the end of that they're just like all right let's take it from the top okay like go again and he's like oh okay yeah we got this we got this and they like grab their crotch and spit and like fucking a, fucking a, yeah, and then he finally like gives him like a super hard like high five like grabs his hand and he's like oh <laughs> he's like all right little buddy come on swing by me again that's when he like bumps into that guy <laughs> so funny oh i love it that restaurant bit like when they're first trying to figure out like oh no i can play it straight (laughs) it's like oh my god no i i I have to say that that female 
customer has probably one of the best like non-vocal performances in any movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I mean, just the way she looks over at them and she's like kind of frightened, but like, you know, like I guess I'll I guess it's fine. You know, just like, <laughs> like intrigued at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Like, what is this? What are they How doing? Are What's going on here? Howdy ma'am. Howdy ma'am. <laughs> Oh my god, so funny. And literally, I didn't, my mom like cracked up at that scene when I was young. And I guess I just didn't really, I didn't know much about John Wayne. So like, you know, years later, like she was watching some movie and I was like, oh my god. And she's like, what? And I was like, he does walk like that. (laughs) That actually is like the most amazing interpretation of John Wayne's walk. He actually fucking walks like that oh really really that's like not exaggerated no and that's why it's so amazing and it has to have been ad-libbed that armand says that was perfect i just never realized john wayne walked like that (laughs) (laughs) he actually does yeah he actually does i gotta try to find a good clip i'll find one on youtube and i'll show you (laughs) and you'll be like oh my god like yeah it's like this weird like sideways kind of (laughs) like like it's really weird it's like a weird sideways like (laughs) slant when he walks sort of like that weird kind of axel rose kind of crab walk during sweet child of mine (laughs) oh my god axel just axel was the blueprint for every 90s flamboyant like rock star front man like let's not act like he wasn't vince neal was a joke i'm sorry (laughs) you could not hold a candle to like young axel like he was unstoppable It's like I'm obsessed with with Axel. Like young I'm obsessed with like like live Axel. Mm-hmm. There's just something about him. Which yeah. is great. <laughs> uh Mikey, what do you got? Uh, my next one is uh when Albert's practicing his like dream number. And uh what's his name? Celsius is like chewing yes, gum, Celsius. which Celsius. Um, which is like chewing gum, which Albert is like just completely mortified. And he's like <laughs> Celsius is like, chewing gum helps me think. And Albert's like, sweetie, you're wasting your gum. <laughs> so <laughs> good. Just like, he can't chew his gum while I'm singing. Albert's <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay, everyone, let's just take this easy. This is still a drag show. If possible, a good drag a show. Good drag show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just because you're 22 and hung, Albert, oh, yeah. on, let me find okay. <laughs> you're the director. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, thank you. He's like, I hear you. Thank you. I know you do. <laughs> I don't get it. Try more gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's so good. Oh, God. Um, another really funny uh, just bit that I have. I love, like, the bit where you find out what happened to Barbara's dad's co-worker. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and he like runs like Gene Hackman is the senator, like you know, really like conservative senator from Ohio, who's like the father of the daughter that Val's marrying, and it's like I love that they find out that he was like not only with a sex worker, she was black. He paid her and called her chocolate, just like, oh, just like, and he goes like, I think when they like were watching the news program, they're like, well, this was like super racist and demeaning, and he's like, great, now Al Sharpton's gonna start, like, this is crazy. <laughs> like it's so fucked up, it's so funny, yeah. like, because you know that's exactly how like all of those guys are, like, yeah. you know, I hate to break it to you, but like, it, it's very 
similar and hasn't I feel like hasn't changed that much but I thought that was really funny so when they're like going through all this like political scandal there's this one bit where like Jay Leno is on TV and I guess he's like making funny jokes and I just love that they're like stay tuned for Jay Leno's guests Yasser Arafat and Kate Moss (laughs) (laughs) I just love those that mix of people I was like oh my god that it's just really funny and then like another quick scene was when they're like redoing the house um, for like them to come, you know, and they're taking yeah. all the like gay themed things out of the house. And then like, Val comes out and he goes, who put Playboy in the bathroom? And they're like, leave it. It's what they read. <laughs> like, don't just, don't add, subtract. <laughs> this place has to be respectable by six. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, yeah, I, I love that. And it brings out the, the crucifix. Mm-hmm. What? I found it at a yard sale. Too much? <laughs> Too much. Oh my god, <laughs> so good. Um, um also so, another one of yours. So I love this. The uh, I think it's shortly before this. The uh, like Barbara and her family arrive when um, I, th- I think Armand is alone with Val and he just like turns to him as a one-off side comment is like, "So this is hell, and there's a crucifix in it." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then um, and then I, I I also love how like during the actual. D- d- dinner when like everything is like going down in flames how like how like armand is like in the kitchen like trying to like compose himself and he's just like it's like riding a psychotic horse toward a toward a burning stable yeah i love that i also wrote that like right after he says that he comes back to like this insane conversation about abortion doctors walks out of the like out of the curtain like val looks up and he's like dad and they're like i don't think we should kill abortion doctors and he's like oh my his face is like oh my god like (laughs) this is so bad isn't that when uh nathan lane goes that's right. Kill the mothers or something. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. like, kill the mothers. That'll stop them. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, oh, oh! I know what you're going to say. If you're going to kill the mother, the fetus dies too. But right. The fetus is going to be aborted anyway. So why not let it go down with the ship? <laughs> and then they're like, "Mother, you really shouldn't be talking about things you don't understand." <laughs> like, they try to cover, it, and then of course, like throughout the entire thing, like this is like Albert pretending to be the mom. Gene Hackman like falls in love with her, and is yeah. like, "No, don't patronize her. She's a very intelligent woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. don't shut her up. She's great. I love her." I'm like, "Oh my god, he's like falling in love with her." Oh my god, and and mm-hmm. like during the whole scene, like her. Albert's wig is just oh like turning and doing shifting. <laughs> it's doing like a shuffle. It, there's it, a really there's an amazing moment if you watch Real Housewives of Potomac further, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a moment where Karen. I don't know if you know Karen yet, the Grand Dame of Potomac. She yes. she is like at a picnic somewhere and like someone brought food and didn't bring any utensils and napkins. And this becomes like a whole thing. She has this wig on and in every frame, it just keeps moving and it almost like completely shifts off. And like every every woman is like cracking up and laughing and like trying to help her move it, but she's like not letting her hand off of the wig. (laughs) It's so funny. It's really, really funny. I love it. I love how they all go to the bathroom too. Like when her wig <laughs> slips and they're like, well, I'll go. Why doesn't she show me? Why don't we all go together? <laughs> Isn't this amazing? Everyone going together, everyone helping each other. <laughs> like disappear in this room and they're like, something weird is going on here. <laughs> so funny. There's, there's also that scene during 
dinner when like when like Albert has been like kind of rolling with the punches for 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 the most part. But there's this like there's like one part where like they like um where I, I, I think think like she uh, starts telling a story about like her parents and you know, like where they're buried. And Gene, Gene Hackman's like, wait, but I thought you were just seeing your parents. So you can like see like the face crack. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. what? Huh? <laughs> I, excuse me. <laughs> I, I mean, they moved. Uh, were moved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like think really quickly on your feet. Um, well, they always said live in Palm Beach, get married or like get buried in Miami or like Miami. yeah then you'll have the best of Florida oh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and my mother always said live on Fisher Island get buried in Palm Beach that way you have the best of Florida <laughs> yeah <laughs> so funny oh my god and oh my god we can't forget about the bowls when they like serve. men playing leapfrog oh my god which by the way and I think I sent you a picture mm-hmm. but you can get them you can actually get the bowls on eBay. Yeah. Wow. Good. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm oddly intri- intrigued about getting them. Um, I mean, it's really cool. It's a conversation piece. It is. It is. So, um, it's been a long time since you've seen a girl. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and then, cool. and then I also lo- um, love that scene during the the, the credits at, at 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 the wedding when oh like God. that drag queen leans over to her friend. She's like, Bob. Oh, is gorgeous. <laughs> and then the other women on like the conservative side, like, which one is the mother? <laughs> I just don't oh, know. No. <laughs> no. So good. I love it. And I love like Albert's random like shrieking like throughout yeah. the ceremony, like, ah! <laughs> like crying like every five minutes. It's just so funny. Oh, God. I love it. It's just, I don't even know what I'm gonna name. Um I don't know what I'm going to name this episode. Like, <laughs> There's so many quotes. There's literally so, many, so many quotes. Like, I love the... When, apparently when Robin Williams fell in the kitchen, that was real. That was real. Yeah, yeah. Was and real. they like... Yeah, and, and if you watch it again, like, Hank Azaria and Dan Futterman are, like, cracking up. And they're trying to, like, keep <laughs> yeah. straight so they won't ruin the take. But when he's like, wait, wait, there's shrimp. And he's like, fuck the shrimp. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, that whole bit was just, like, super... I mean, the whole thing has to have been crazy ad-libbed. Yeah. There's no yeah. way that it all could have just been written out. There's just no way at all. Like, I also really love the twist that, like, Christine Baranski, like, had a fling with Armand like I like that it wasn't just like he wanted a child and he got his friend to have a baby with him like you know artificially like insemination it's really I really like that twist of the story where she was like she kind of like propositioned him like she paid the doorman to like be in his bed yeah $20 (laughs) in that age that was so long that was like so much and I love it he's like yeah you know I just figured like let me just try it once with a woman and see what all those straight guys are raving about. <laughs> like, I just love that. Like they just had a child, you know? And, and it's just, that's a really cool story too. Yeah. Like I'd be interested well, in like a prequel or like what, how that was. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell, even though like Ar- Armand is like with Albert, like there's still a lot of chemistry, but, 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 between them two like i mean especially when albert like walks in and she's like (laughs) unbuttoning his shirt and she's like oh no let me touch it (laughs) so funny and i love her face too slipping my hand into that 
thick nest of hair. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, look at all these, like, necklaces and, like, medallions. And, of course, like, the fucking woman, like, walk, like walks in the, the like, receptionist. She's like, I'm sorry, Miss Archer, I couldn't stop him. And then, <laughs> and then Albert's like, <gasps> just, like, walks out. Like, I love that bit in the waiting room, too. It was, like, so funny and, like, <laughs> silent and, like, awkward every time he, like, hit, yeah. the, hit the table. And I'm just like, sorry. <laughs> like so nervous and so like ugh, like what is this like why am i waiting in here like i just love it it's just so good it's so so good oh my god just there's just so many i've just i love the end where they all kind of find out that like the press is outside yeah mm-hmm. and they're like and i love that there's like that turning point when you know obviously christine baranski like comes in she's the mom everyone's like oh like wait who's the mom here and then they all completely like relax when they find out like who everyone is yeah and it's it's i love that moment where like gene hackman is like drinking with like a cold compress on his head the press is outside now so they're trapped in this house and i love how like agador's voice has like completely gone back to like the way he was before because yeah. he had that like weird <laughs> accent on when he um was like was meeting them for the first time so i love that he's like another shot for you <laughs> and he's like i don't know i don't really drink he's like well now's the time to pretend now's the time. <laughs> like i love it they're all just chill. for the first time or oh yeah i love that <laughs> May I take your purse as usual or for the first time <laughs> so good oh god like they're just there are just so many moments like especially at the end i also think that gene hackman and drag looks a lot like b arthur like god, yes. a lot oh yeah <laughs> like it's good it's so good i mean there's just there's just so many things about this movie this is another like fully quotable film they're yeah, just there's absolutely. so many like it, there's so many I, that we won't even i mean we'll just be able to like list the whole thing out like there's that thing about it's like a woman is said to be worth her weight in hens and a man's wealth is measured by the size of his cock and he's like, his <laughs> like walks out of the room like um, and then, and then all the thing about like gays in the military, like Alexander the Great, is doesn't like someone say something like, "Oh yeah," about Alexander the Great, like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so crazy. Like, I I love Alexander it. the Great was a fag. <laughs> Talk about gays in the military. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. I love it. A cultural attaché. What is that? I don't know. I, I, I don't think there is a, such a thing as a cultural attache. They just made it up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. Coleman. The D is silent, silent. in America. It's Codillamont or Cole, the Isle of Man in France, where Armand Chateau is. And then Coleman in Greece, where Armand's work is. And then the vulgar Coleman in Florida. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. I love it. So I the want truth them... is, we don't know where we are until we hear our last name. <laughs> <laughs> you look tired means you look old. And you look rested means you've had collagen. Collagen <laughs> has now been replaced by Botox. Collagen used to be the thing in the 90s. <laughs> but no, it's all about fucking Botox and fillers, I guess. Oh, God, it's so good. I had so much fun reviewing this movie. Mm-hmm. As always, we will have to do... I forgot what we just said. Was it Postcards from the Edge? Yeah. Yes. 1990, that fits the bill. Yeah. yeah. Is it going to be like a Thelma and Louise? 
No, it's it's not as it's 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 still good, but it's not it's a little more like grounded than Tom and Louise. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the most realistic ass movie I've literally <laughs> ever seen. Like every year, I'm just like, yes. What you believe it's possible for two w- women in a, in 1968 Tiber to outrun 30 police officers? Absolutely. Well, and I, I bet mean- there have been lots of women who have and are on the other side of that and in another country somewhere being like, remember when we ditched uh, all those cops? <laughs> <laughs> we got away with knocking over those convenience stores. Oh, yeah. Well, good that. for them. <laughs> I think so. Very good for them. I think so. I, I would like to see a, a good, I mean, that did have a good ending as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, I mean what else would they have done? It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah. as always, Join our Patreon. It's five bucks a month. I totally forgot yet again. Leave us a review. Apple, Spotify, all the stuff. And yeah, we'll see you again on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.